This podcast is brought to you by Niza Ali and Nizam Adli, also known as Niza Nizam, property consultants from Propnex Realty. With more than 14 years' experience, not only transacted more than hundreds of HDB resales, also executive condominiums, resale or new launches from developers, landed and luxury condominiums. Well-versed in any property-related laws and financials, including Islamic Farid and Sharia laws. Before doing anything to your property in Singapore, call us first at 9670504 or 9787-6959. You can find us at all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube or Google. Niza Nizam SG or nizanizam.com Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Property, property Hard Truth SG. SG. My name is Niza Madli. I'm Niza Ali. And we are Niza Niza MSG. Yeah. Alright, wow. I sound like one DJ. Eh? But yes, <laughs> property hard truth. This mm. is no joke, my friend. But today, it's interesting. <laughs> eh? Interesting topic that we want to divulge, we want to discuss, we want to decipher. Mm-hmm. The million dollar question yeah. of the million dollar HDB in Singapore. Yeah. Can my HDB fetch a million dollars? Ta-da. Yeah, we always get this question all the time uh, in yeah, any of our presentation. Uh. Especially yeah. we go for EM or Jumbo yeah. units. Uh. Wow. Not necessarily. Is, um, in fact, I get it for people who own a four-room. Uh. They say, can I get a million dollars for my flats? Uh. Okay, million yeah. dollar rupiah. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. So no, no actually, offense, but I think, mm, yes. Uh, we it is a common uh, conversation right now. Mr. Mina, I think it's something, something people is... Uh, uh, dreaming about uh, because the, of course the news mm. is the mo- main culprit in my opinion because keep telling what well, million dollar HDB yeah HDB prices keep crossed. rising and yes. all that 40 units of HDB million have been transacted yes, wow yes. I tell you so people are curious like where are all these yeah. million dollar HDB like why people buy knowing that yeah, it's a public housing is super fantastic yeah. I should be able to get 1 million dollar for my 4 room mm. flat yeah somebody just told us that his three-room flat can fetch 800000 Exactly. So, <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> My eyes nearly popped, but uh, yeah, I mean, to be a professional, I just smiled. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, good that, actually, if you look at Business Times, they came out with some infographics la, in, yep. in uh, September 9, okay, 2023, and they did a summary, a good, very good summary, and therefore, we want to share with you, for those who don't read, uh, we want to sum- summarize with you, where are all these million-dollar flats actually in 2023? Okay, they said, that 2023 have surpassed the past million dollar uh, flats, the number of million dollar flats transacted in 2022, 2021. In fact, we have not completed 2023 yet. Huh? We're not at the end of 2023, okay. but we already have 301 million dollar flats transacted so far this year. It means sold. So uh, this year alone. Soul. And this data is collected up to September 6th. So that means we still have another three more months of million dollar flats transacted. Wow. <laughs> if that, if yeah. the trend goes, I tell you, wow, we will have how many? Yeah. Okay. And okay, since you're wondering where, 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 uh, no surprise. Uh, last time we say million dollar, maybe Bishan lah. Eh, maybe Alexandra lah. Pinnacle. Maybe Bukit Merah lah. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. But no, no, no. Now we do get million dollars flats even in Woodlands. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So Woodlands, have so far 10 flats sold, okay, uh, $1 million. And then you have places like Bukit Batok, Jurong East, Clementi, mm-hmm. Bukit Timah, okay, no surprise about that. Yep. Queenstown, no surprise. Yep. Bukit Merah, also we're not surprised. Lah. Central area, not surprised. Okay. Kalang Wampo, also we're not surprised. Topayo, common. Okay. Bishan, also common to us. Amokyo, 
Uh, Yishun. Wow. Yeah, Yishun, four flats. Eh? But I tell you. Serangoon, Haugang, Gelang, Marimpret, Bedok, Tampines, Pasiris, and Punggol. So have we missed out any town here? So I just want to say. Sembawang, not yet. Yishun. Uh, now, Madam Halima has gone back to Yishun. I tell you, the number of million dollar property will exceed. You think so? Yeah, I tell you. <laughs> Rather not lah. Okay, so... I think over here, I think we have speak of all the estates uh, except for Sembawang, Chuachukang, Chuachukang, Bukit what Panjang, Bukit Panjang, uh, Samo. Okay, why are this this uh, town we don't get the million dollar flat? You must understand also what kind of flats they have in this estate, lah. Uh? Yeah. So sometimes due to the size of the estate, you may not get the the type of houses that can fetch the $1 million. Yeah, okay. So, if we look deeper and deeper, okay, look at this uh, area. So, not bad. Lah. Woodlands also got 10 flats. Lah. But we all know, lah, based on our professionalism, we know that these 10 flats could be a jumbo flat because Woodlands have a good supply of jumbo flats. Jumbo means uh, easily your size stretch uh, more than 160 square meters and above. Lah. So, if you reach $1 million, likelihood uh, your size is a bit about 180 square meters thereabout higher lah. then you mm -hmm. probably can get a million dollars in woodlands yep. but no surprise I'm not surprised about this and okay so like I mentioned in 2023 we already have sold 301 million dollar flats and we have not ended 2023 yet Correct. so that means we expecting more lah. and that was definitely surpassed the numbers how many? 301 so probably 350 yeah no last year already 369 or oh, maybe 400 I don't know. Yeah, maybe 400, you never know. Yeah. Okay, and we also look at the category of flats because we know that certain estates do not have jumbo, for example. Correct. So, if we look at the infographic, it states here that uh, most of the million-dollar flats goes towards the five rooms. Okay, in fact, 42% of those transacted are five-room flats. Okay. okay, and we do get uh, multi-generation flat uh, being sold at a million-dollar and three-room flat. And here they put that three-room flat is in 155 square meter terrace house. Uh, you talk about the old terrace houses, HDB houses in, um, uh, what do you call it, Commonwealth? Jalan Bahagia. Uh, Jalan Bahagia, yeah. Wampo, yeah. Commonwealth there, what is it called? Queenstown. Uh? Uh, Queenstown, yeah, yeah those are. Uh, uh, got one unit has been transacted a million dollars. Then apart from that, of course, the executive flats. Here we talk about like the jumbo flats, the machinette, uh, uh, those with the loft, uh, yeah. loft units. Yep. And there is 77 of them are four-room flats. Yeah. Interesting. So not bad, not bad. So therefore, if you are four-room, uh, maybe got chance. <laughs> but you're three-room. Uh, okay. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so because we, we have uh, uh, one seller wanted to sell at 850, uh, their three-room flat. Uh, so... You know, I think, uh, you know, depends on the luck or the yeah, drop. Depends on the level of what kind of view you Interest, see. Yeah. Okay, so number of million dollar flats sold by month. In fact, in July, 54 units were transacted in in August, sorry, in August alone. 54 million dollar flats. August this year? Yes, August this year. Wow, the ghost was not hungry just, enough. Yeah, just a, quite a sharp pick lah, compared to the other months. Lah. Okay, so uh, and then they actually summarize where are the location of the 10 most expensive flats so far? Where are the 10 most expensive? So the terrace houses we mentioned, right? Moguan Terrace at uh, Bukit Merah, Cantonment, Topayo, The Peak, okay, uh, Cantonment, Pinnacle at Duxton, Bishan Natural Loft, and again Cantonment, 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 and then Bishan. And these are Pinnacle at Duxton, Natural Loft, 
and uh, the peak. So these are actually what we call DBSS flats. So you know DBSS flats generally you pay about thirty percent more so than premium to it, uh, than the normal HDB flats. Therefore, it also do fetch a premium resale price, lah. Correct, correct. Yeah, usually yeah. because like the peak, right? You have uh, how many stories, and then you some of them have unblocked views, ah. Uh. Yep. Uh, so uh, yeah, just to tell you that these are the kind of flats, lah, that you expect. And they also said that million dollar flats do not have to be on the high floors. Okay, okay, interesting. Uh, I'm not surprised because like for our Woodlands Jumbo flat, right? They don't need to be high floor. La. It's the, the space, la, the large... Yeah, it's the size and the space and the... The number of rooms. Like they can yeah. do six rooms, six bedrooms or five bedrooms. Yeah. And the number of toilets, three toilets. Yeah, three and, toilets. Yeah. yeah, it does fit. It if you like have many rooms but you only have two toilets... Uh, humongous HDB flat. La. Mm. Yeah, so it's true they said that uh, they don't have to be on the sky high level. Okay, in fact, if you look at the median, right? Most of the flats transacted a million dollars is around thirteen to twentieth floor, lah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's where most of but, the flats. But reality have to set in. Mm. You know, the fact is, does valuation match that million dollar uh, closing price or transaction transacted mm. price? Yeah. In today's context, HDB uh, is very particular about valuation because they want to keep the price affordable for resale. So chances are, I mean, not chances, hundred percent. There is cash overvaluation for all these property that have transacted above one million or yeah. one million and above. Yeah. Could be ranging from two one hundred thousand to two hundred to three hundred to four hundred. We don't yeah. know because, of course, firstly HDB don't uh, publish the cash overvaluation amount, so we are just speculating here. But mm-hmm. because of the fact that we know we've been on the ground, typical unit of such a a, a size would go for maybe eight hundred or maybe nine hundred max. Yeah, you know? usually the prices uh call uh. Well, let, well, definitely the buyer have to pay about more than hundred thousand yeah. COV lah, cash over valuation lah. We, we know that lah. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh basically it's based on the demand. Okay, if the buyer are willing to pay, then correct. But uh, talk about demand, Misa. Mm. I think the demand is is a not so significant when you talk about the number of total number of units in Singapore come mm-hmm. to resale. So mm-hmm. it's just a very small percentage. Yeah, maybe that one percent of buyers. Yeah. But, but whether they are looking at your unit or not, that's another thing. It la. is something mm. interesting for the media to hype up la, because of the fact that, wow, HDB is a million dollar. But, mm. you know, you talk about Amokyo BTO. I remember in uh, PM Lee's re- rally, he said that mm-hmm. the one at Amokyo, the BTO cost about, what, 800000 for the five-room flight, if I remember correctly. Ah, something like that. 800000 yeah. for a BTO. Mm. So, I'm not surprised. Yeah, we, we were once surprised when we talked about Bidadari BTO flats. Eh? Yeah. Bidadari, at least, I would say, quite close to city. La. Amokyo, not really yeah. close compared to Bidadari, but Bidadari is a new town. Uh, and there are four rooms that yeah, we're talking that's about. That's the difference, the new town, mm. the mature estate, and the non-mature at that point of time. Now, they call mm. it differently. La. But, then again, my friend, you know, we need to be realistic about how public housing is being curated, how public housing is being, uh, you know, managed. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact that price has n- cannot be, you see, uh, imagine uh, this fellas the the that bought this one million dollar property. Mm-hmm. Do you think in the next five years, ten years, are they able to sell at one point five, or one point three, or one point two, or even one million? Mm-hmm. We won't know. Because of the fact that the government or HDB will not allow such a sharp increase in prices. Yeah, but also, we're talking about resale flats here. Are we saying that anybody who buy a resale HDB flat must make money? Correct. So, the fundamental is yeah. a roof over your head. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, forget about. Uh, I mean, of course, those people who are willing to pay that one million dollars no, plus, the money that, I mean, they yeah. have the money. But going forward, do he wants to make money out of that flat after yeah. paying that much? I mean, as as human, I'm sure there will be yeah. some f- the fact that I'm the 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 thinking that I can make still make money out of my HD because mm-hmm. I buy a premium. So this apartment is still very premium. Come the years down the road, but then again. Mm-hmm. HDB is pumping a lot more BTOs in the prime location, plus location, whatever it is. So, you need to understand from public housing perspective. And, tell you my friend, if this trend continues, what will the government do? There are more curbs, there are more measures. I'm yeah, very which sure. We, which we already know HDB yeah. has came out with the curbs for the HDB plus and... But what do you okay, before uh, that? BTO I, plus and BTO premium? What is it? Yeah. Uh, plus and Prime and Plus. Ah, uh, yeah. But I'm not so much concerned mm. about that. But the one that has slight, uh, that has impact in this kind of uh, transaction where it's above eight hundred and hundred thousand is the 15-month cooling period, uh, wait-out period for downgraders from private property. This has allowed the market to cool a bit. If not, mm. I, I'm very sure there's a lot more $1 million property HDB that transacted, transacted easily in this year. La. Mm-hmm. Last year and this year, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So this is how we analyze. And end of the day, my friend, it's about we must make sure that it's sustainable. What you buy is not an emotional buy. You know, of course, you have the money, go ahead. But it does affect the majority of us where, you know, we have the aspiration to go and upgrade, to have a better uh, housing. You know, but then other we are pressed out. Yeah, mm. and then and uh, on the other end, the resale seller, the 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 thinking that my neighbor sell one million, I must sell one point two million. Yeah, everybody <laughs> trying to outbid each other lah. Yeah, mm. and agents also play a part because I want to deal the record breaking price, which yeah. I think is not healthy in the long run. This mm-hmm. is just our opinion, our 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 property hard truth opinion. Yeah, because mm. we want to see a sustainable property market in Singapore where our the next generation are able to afford comfortably especially HDB and you have the, if they have uh, better means yes private property yep. that come, comes to another article about mm. you know uh, what less people going to upgrade to private property oh yeah that will be our next yes. episode I'm just going to give okay. you a teaser <laughs> but then again yeah. just think just, just give this a thought if there are a lot more 1 million dollar property or more Chances are these people are able to afford or go to the next level or, or category of property, which is private property, lah. Yeah. So yeah. this is something to ponder about, uh, and of course. Uh, yeah. So actually, what we see here, yes, now is possible. We do have many million dollar HDB flats uh, being sold, but we also know that is a ultimately a public housing. Yeah. The HDB or the government can come in with. Uh, different curbs to mitigate the uh, the quick rise in the pricing the of HDB. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore, like things like Nizam mentioned about the HDB downgrader, the 15-month wait, uh, they can only buy four-room flat and below. And smaller. Or, yeah, smaller. Cannot buy the bigger ones. And number two, you know that upcoming forward, the government are coming with a BTO in prime locations and they have new rules for such yeah. new BTOs. I'm sure you know it's the 10-year yeah, MOP. Yeah, the Prime, yeah. BTO Prime and BTO Plus. Plus. So, and imagine it, they're going to claw back your subsidy. Yeah, uh, and they're going to have a 10-year MOP period. Why wow. is that so? Wow. 
Because so they do you, not want you to... Imagine you buy the Amoke. Uh, let's say Amoke was a plus or a prime. 800,000. I don't think you can sell 1 million. Uh. A lot of your proceeds will be clawback because of the subsidy. Yeah, yeah, subsidy clawback and all that. So these are actually curbs that mitigate the I think, uh, rise in the HDB yeah, uh, flat, resale flats. I mean, with this curb, with these measures as well, I mean, month on month, HDB price still goes up by 0.6, 0.7%, which is, I think, in the eyes of the government is uh, feasible, is something manageable. Yeah. Yeah, they don't want things to go above two digit, comes to a month on month kind of increase. So, my friend, here in Property Hard Truth SG, we want to tell you what people don't want to hear, right? We, <laughs> we want to tell you Uh, Depends, yeah, buyer or seller. Yeah, both sides, ah. Uh. <laughs> both sides, okay. We don't want to sugarcoat things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to make sure that you know you're empowered with the right knowledge, so that you can make an informed decision. That is our stand, right? Yeah, as professional, we want to make sure our property market is sustainable, lah. Uh, right. Yeah. So till our next episode, my name is Niza Madli. I'm Niza Ali. Continue to watch Property Hard Truth SG and also our podcast. Right. See you. Bye. Bye.